ಅಜನಲಂಬಿತೋ ಭುಜೋ ಕನಕಾಬೋಧಾತು ಸಂಕೀರ್ತನಾಯಕ ಪಿತರೋ ಕಮಲಾಯದಕ್ಷೋ ವಿಶ್ವಂಬರೋ ದ್ವಿಜಬರೋ ಯುಗಧಾರ್ಮಪಾಲೋ ವಂದೇ ಜಗತ್ಪ್ರಿಯಕರೋ ಕರುಣಾಭೂತಾರೋ ವಂದೇ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶೋಧಿತ ಗೌಡದಾಯ ಪುಷ್ಪವಂತೋಚಿತ್ರೋ ಸಂಧೋತುಮನುಧೋಡಿ ವೈಷ್ಣವ ಗುರು ಪರಂಪರಾ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಹರಿನಾಮ ಪ್ರಭು ಕಿ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಚರಿತಾಮೃತ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಗ್ರಂಥ ಸಮ್ರಾಟ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಚರಿತಾಮೃತ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣರಾಜ ಕವಿರಾಜ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಮಹಾಶಾಯ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಪ್ರೋಪಾತ್ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಭಕ್ತಿ ರಾಕ್ಷಿತೇವ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಮಹಾರಾಜ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಭಕ್ತಿ ಸಿದ್ಧಾಂತ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಠಾಕುರ ಪ್ರೋಪಾತ್ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವಿನೋದ ಪರಿವಾರ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಗೌರ ಭಕ್ತ ವೃಂದ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಗೌರ ಪ್ರೇಮಾನಂದಿ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಜಯ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಜಯ ಋತಾಚಂದ್ರ ಜಯ ಗೌರ ಭಕ್ತ ವೃಂದ ಬೋಲ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಜಯ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಜಯ ದ್ವೇತಾಚಂದ್ರ ಜಯ ಗೌರ ಭಕ್ತ ವೃಂದ ಶ್ರೀ ರೂಪ ಸನಾತನ ಭಟ್ಟ ರಘುನಾಥ ಶ್ರೀ ಜೀವ ಗೋಪಾಲ ಭಟ್ಟ ದಾಸ ರಘುನಾಥ ಶ್ರೀ ರೂಪ ಸನಾತನ ಭಟ್ಟ ರಘುನಾಥ ಶ್ರೀ ಜೀವ ಗೋಪಾಲ ಭಟ್ಟ ದಾಸ ರಘುನಾಥ ಶ್ರೀ ರೂಪ ಶಿಕ್ಷಾ ಕಿ ಜಯ ರೀಡಿಂಗ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಚರಿತಾಮೃತ ಮಧ್ಯಲೀಲಾ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ನೈನ್ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಭು ಇನ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಕ್ಟ್ಸಿ ರೂಪ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ರೂಪ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಪ್ರೋಪಾದ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಸೊ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ದಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಹರ್ಡ್ ಎ ಬ್ಯೂಟಿಫುಲ್ ಪ್ರಣಾಮ ಟು ಚೈತನ್ಯ ದೇವ್ ಆಫರ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ದಸ್ ಕವಿ ರಾಜ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಅನ್ ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ ಟು ದ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಇನ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಕವಿ ರಾಜ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಗಿವ್ ಸಚ್ ಎ ಫರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಒಬೇಸನ್ಸ್ ವಿಚ್ ಟೆಲ್ಸ್ ಅಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದ ನೇಚರ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ therein he compared chaitanya mahaprabhu's blessing on the head of rupa goswami by which he was empowered to reveal the truths of braj bhakti lord krishna's enlightening brahma at the dawn of creation to expound the, the vedic knowledge so it's a beautiful comparison and it tells us also that the chaitanya sampradaya is while the gaudiya sampradaya is also the gaudiya brahma sampradaya and therefore it's also the gaudiya madhva sampradaya brahma madhva gaudiya sampradaya at least formally there may be some differences in substance in teaching but the differences really amount to that which krishna who enlightened brahma at the dawn of creation with the same diksha mantra that we receive in our gaudiya sampradaya gopal mantra krishna mantra 18 syllable mantra the fountain of all krishna mantras that same mantra given by krishna to brahma mm-hmm. that same mantra chaitanya mahaprabhu the same substance of that mantra is in enlightening rupa goswami with But Rupa Goswami had no mix of desire. Brahma is theoretically speaking or classically speaking or from in terms of analyzing the hierarchy of devotion he 
epitomizes the position of Brahma, we should say epitomizes karma mishra bhakti. So means bhakti mixed with some fruit of desire. So what is his desire, Brahma's desire? To create big desire. Of course, by the grace of Krishna and the mantra he received, he was able to create in such a way as to not become implicated in the creation. This is the secret of dovetailing and find his way into Golok, into Krishna Lila. The difference between him and Rupa Goswami is what? Rupa Goswami had no such desire to create. Therefore, what Krishna, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, told him, the way in which he enlightened him, he gave him the, uh, the distilled essence, we can say, of all the Vedic knowledge. While all Vedic knowledge was required for Brahma to do the work of creation, and because he was involved with creation, which is, involves many people in many positions of material entanglement and spiritual progress, there are always sadhakas in every creation. At least we should, this would be the last creation, if not the last birth, <laughs> but at least the last creation that we're in. Many, many, many births we'll go through in, in the duration of one creation. So because there are many people of many different varied dispositions and standings in relation to reality and bhakti, so Vedic knowledge is wide and expansive and uh, caters to all types of persons in all different stations of life. Brahma's involved with creation. The entire expanse of the Vedic knowledge had to be revealed to him for dissemination but Rupa Goswami Prabhupada is not concerned with creation. This is the point. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. Again coming. But he's not going to give Rupa Goswami the broad expanse of Vedic knowledge, but the essence of the Vedic knowledge. The very heart of it. What it all culminates in. So this he was infused with, Rupa Goswami by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And this is what he spoke about. So it's not a different teaching than the Brahma Sampradaya, which is, as I say is also the Madhva Sampradaya, because we are told, and it is our faith as well as that of the Madhvas, we are generous also to uh, accept on faith what about the Madhva Sampradaya? That Madhva, who was initiated by a Mayavadi, a Chutya Preksha, Leaving that connection, went to Badrik Ashram. And whom did he meet there? Vedvyas. And Vedvyas is disciple of Narada Dev. Narada is disciple of Brahma Dev. And Brahma is disciple of Krishna, Guru Parampara. The succession is there. So they have faith that Madhva went to Badrik Ashram and met Vyas there. This is only, what, about a thousand years ago? Vyas is said to have compiled the Vedic uh, wisdom about 5,000 years ago. He said to be still living there today, of course, and you can't go there for a couple of reasons. One reason is because the area is protected by the Indian army, and it's close to the some border region so it's a, it's a military zone. No one can go there <laughs> conveniently. 
And of course, the other reason is we have to be someone like Madhva to go there and have the darshan of Vyas, very special. But it's important to note that this is an article of faith for the Madhva Sampradaya. You cannot prove that he went there and saw Vyas, but Madhva went. But they make their connection to the Guru Parampara in this way. And some persons, unfortunate persons, connected with the Madhva Sampradaya, they raise questions and doubts about the authenticity of the Gaudiya Sampradaya based on considerations of lineage and connection and and so forth. Maybe you know something about the, the details of that. Who was the guru of Madhavendrapuri? Who was said to be the guru of Ishwarpuri? Who was the guru of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? He's a Puri. Everyone in Madhva Sampradaya is a Tirtha, or Sanyas name, the Acharyas. Puri is one of the ten principal names that Shankar gave for Sanyas, as is Tirtha. Some people say, oh, he must have been a Shankarai, or so some question is there. We say that he was disciple of Lakshmi Pati Tirtha, Madhavinda Puri. But in the temples where they keep such record, there's no record of that to be found. They have some doubts and on other issues they also question the divinity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Some people who claim to be Madhvas, Madhva followers. I mean, after all, if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Krishna, then no problem. He started his own sampradaya. He is Krishna. But once Prabhupada was asked when he flew here to America by a reporter, why did you come in an airplane? If you're a guru and spiritual, why didn't you come on like a magic carpet, flying carpet? And Prabhupada said, oh, I could have come, but I came on your terms. It's your countries, I came on your terms. So, when Krishna comes as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he comes also on our terms. Even Krishna. Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as well. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was called by Advaita, came in conjunction with the descent of the Yugavatar. Yugavatar comes through uh, Mahavishnu, from Mahavishnu. So, he conformed to the conventions. That doesn't mean that he is merely an avatar, an incarnation of Mahavishnu, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is Krishna himself. So, they question anyway the divinity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We have our verses that we cite from Bhagwat, from different Puranas, from uh, this uh, Bra Purana, Pramana for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu from one Purana. From different pranas, there are some verses and so forth, but they could be construed in different ways, and they may not be in certain editions today, and so forth and so on. And so they doubt the divinity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and we have to say ultimately what? That it is an article of faith for us that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. Yes, we can support from scripture and so forth, but that is our particular interpretation of scripture. It's an article of faith. But there's good reason for that faith, and good evidence that such faith is not based on a false premise because it has as, as a, a result that Chaitanya Sampradaya and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, of course, if he doesn't represent what spiritual life is about, then we aren't interested in spiritual life. Such an ecstatic person, insightful and more maddened and ecstatic love, so better we should look at the example and then find a way in Shastra to support it. 
Because if we can't find any way in Shastra to support such a powerful manifestation of divinity, then we should throw out the Shastra. Or we should think it's our own shortcoming. The Goswamis, they saw the divinity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and so they found a way. They went through, we can say, the academic exercise of finding a way to give support in the scripture. Of course, we can also say, based on our faith, this is the real meaning of that verse. It wasn't an academic exercise. This is what the Shastra actually says. Yes. But not everybody will, will agree with us. So as we extend our faith to the Madhva Sampradaya, they all such members should extend some faith to us based on what? The practical example of the Sampradaya. And that doesn't mean to say that there aren't faults and misrepresentations in the followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. There are so many. But that you can find anywhere and everywhere. The lives of the Goswamis, uh, charges in its succession, they speak very loudly to us about the authenticity and genuineness of the spirituality of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So this, anyway, Kaviraj Goswami introduced the chapter with such a slok, drawing a parallel between Krishna's enlightenment of Brahma and Mahaprabhu's enlightenment of Rupa Goswami. This chapter, Rupa Goswami and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will meet at Prayag. Now, at this point in the text, Kaviraj Goswami is relating the uh, story of how Rupa Goswami first met Chaitanya Dev, Rupa and Sanatan, and the brother Bhalaba, the young nephew of Rupa Goswami, Jiva Goswami, and the family also met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He hailed, of course, from Nadia. They heard about him. They wanted to meet him. They sent a letter to him. He replied to them, a beautiful and charming mystic letter. He said, If a lady is married, but she has the desire to be with another man, then she will attend to her household duties very, very well, so as not to draw suspicion. This is what he wrote back. Very appropriate, considering that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is about in his furthest reach, Parakiya Bhav of Braj, and the Rup and Sanatana are all about that as well. But in a practical sense, what he meant by that was, you are now connected with the government, and you're wedded to that, really. They were chief assistants and ministers in the Muslim government of Bengal. They were like senators in the United States government, or members of parliament, such was their position. And there weren't a lot of them. These were the people, Rup Sanatan, who were in charge of the government when the Nawab Hussein Shah would go out warring about and increasing his, uh, his property. So they were very tied to that, very entangled in the government. They wanted to be free, free to follow Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And they were prepared to give up such a prosperous and prestigious material position to do so. But the time was not right. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was forming a movement. He was manifesting his Leela as a Vaishnav and doing the Yuga Dharma. He was forming a mission and these two, Rupa and Sanatan, would be the most important people in the Sampradaya in terms of formulating it, establishing it, writing the books, the procedures, the behavior, and all of the work of Sanatana Goswami, essence of the ideal 
of bhakti, the, the practice, Rupa Goswami, Raghunathas also, who was instructed to meet them. These Goswamis, but, but the leaders of them were Rup and Sanatan. They were the architects of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Sampradaya. So he was drawing them. They were living in Radha, Ramkeli. Ramkeli Gram. It may be uh, outside of the Gauru Mandala. Some associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared outside of Navadweep. It's outside of Navadweep, that we can say. Some people say, why, if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, and Krishna is appearing with all of his associates as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Navadweep, which is non different from Vrindavan, why some of the eternal associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared outside of Navadweep? or outside of Vrindavan. When Krishna appeared in this world, he appeared in Vrindavan. From Golok, he came to Gokul Mahavan as the son of Jashoda, and all of his Braj associates, they also appeared in Vrindavan. They all stayed there. They never went anywhere else. A short journey to Kurukshetra and return. <laughs> And those who went are actually expansions of the actual Nanda Maharaj and Dishoda Mahi, Radha Thakurani and so forth. They always stay in Vrindavan. So how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates, who are not different than Krishna's associates, will appear outside of Navadweep? What is the answer? Because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had a mission to bring Vrindavan and Navadweep everywhere. And how would he do that? Through his associates. So he had them appear in different places for that purpose. Upalbhata in South India, Raghunathpat in Banaras, Kashi, and the, the length and breadth of his mission, the scope of his mission from the south of India to the, to the north, east, west, and all over the world. Hmm? So Rupa Goswami, they were in Ramkeligram, they sent a letter, Mahaprabhu advised him, let your passion for Krishna Bhakti, if it is real, if it is genuine, hmm, nothing can check it, and if anything comes to get in the way of it, material impediment, circumstances, hmm, if it's genuine, it should only cause it to flourish that much more, and then it will find a way. Hmm, to do what it has to do. This is Ahituki Bhakti. Sabai Pumsaparo Dhanma Yatho Bhakti Rhoksidya Ahituki Apatiyataya Yatma Ahituki Bhakti means it cannot be checked. We may be in a situation and we may find, oh, I lament, I'm lamenting, I'm in this situation, I cannot practice devotional service. We don't understand devotional service then that well. It is uh, not subject to any uh, impediment, real bhakti. Prahlad became Krishna conscious in the womb by the grace of Narada. But we find this in the case of all the Goswamis, practically. Rupsanathan were told, be patient, wait. Das was told, be patient, wait. Gopal Bhatta was, Goswami was told, be patient, wait. Stay here with your parents until they, they expire and leave the world. Then go to Vrindavan and meet Rupa Sanatana. Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, he also was told to wait for Banaris Tapanamishra's son. 
Jiva Goswami, he wasn't told to wait, but he had to wait. <laughs> Little while. Actually, he got the shelter of Nityananda Prabhu in Namadweep, and Nityananda Prabhu told him, go to Vrindavan, meet Rupa and Sanatan, but stop in Banaris along the way and get an education. There he learned of everything, Nyaya, Sankhya, Kanamyams, all the Saddarshan of India, logic, everything. He became very expert, used all those things in his service of being the, the philosopher of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Sri Rupa Sanatan, Jiva Gopal, all of them. We find that their passion for Krishna consciousness only increased that much more. Das Goswami was told, don't be crazy. Krishna will make an opening for you. Be patient, little patient. Eagerness and patience together, this has to be either a fine combination. Difficult, but like a young lady wants to have a child, she is eager, but she has to wait at least nine months. So we're hearing the, sto- the story, the narrative, the waited. There is an external reason for this as well, of course. As I said, they were wedded to the government, and it was difficult for them. It would have been difficult, externally speaking, for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission, should they have joined. The Nawab Husensa was not happy when he found their interest in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Had they gone and just left the service and gone to Navadweep, it could have caused a problem in Navadweep. Why Krishna left Vrindavan? To protect all the inhabitants of Vrindavan from Kangsa, Jarasandha. Once he killed Kangsa, then big problem. Jarasandha is upset. Why? Because Kangsa was married to the daughters of Jarasandha and he had, Krishna had made them all widows. Actually, of course, Krishna never really killed Kangsa. Kangsa is his uncle. So it would have been inappropriate for him to punch him and kill him. You see the picture of him like this. But he, he just raised his hand and scared him to death. Kangsa was absorbed in Krishna, in a form of Krishna consciousness, based on fear. Bhayam. This is his preoccupation seeing him in his dreams and everything. And Krishna scared him to death. No fault on his part, but Jarasandha anyway took offense. And he had big armies and so forth. So had Krishna remained in Vrindavan or retreated to Vrindavan, all these armies would have come in and pillaged the village people. They were just uh, cowards. They had no military to protect them. It's all external excuses, of course. Krishna wanted to show the glory of the love of the inhabitants of Vrindavan. What is its measure and strength, its extent? By staying away for so many years, they never gave up on him. They never thought, the gopis never thought for a minute, let's find someone else. Everyone became lifeless practically in his absence and lived nonetheless that way for so many years. We wanted to show the whole world, the whole of the Mathura Leela, Dwarka Leela, is meant to shed light back on the glory of the Vrindavan Leela. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left Nadia for preaching Krishna consciousness. Kangsa's there. He defeated Kangsa in Nadia. Who is Kangsa? Chandkazi. And who is Jarasandha? Nuwab Hussein Sah. Who Rupa Sanatana were affiliated with. 
So he couldn't have them him come crashing into Nadia, where the new movement was just flourishing with his big armies. Yes, they defeated the local magistrate, was converted. So that's bad enough. But if the chief ministers of the government, Rupanatha, defected and went to Nadia, oh, then he would have caused trouble there. And Mahaprabhu, by this time, so he said, wait. And then he went to Puri. Now, why did they go and join him in Puri? Because if they had gone and joined him in Puri, the capital of Jagannath Dev, well fortified, no doubt, by Prataprudra Maharaj, but Nawab Hussain Sa would have come and attacked Puri also. Puri was more fortified, like Dwarka. <laughs> it represents Dwarka. Well fortified by Raj Prataprudra. No one could enter. But Rup Sanatan, they were a little cautious. They didn't want to bring an attack. So they waited. They heard, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will go, will go to Vrindavan. They knew he would go to Vrindavan. He's Krishna. And their place is in Vrindavan also. They waited for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. When they heard, Rupa Goswami sent two messengers to Puri. This is where we are. Tobe Seidui. Charupa Taniyaila, Vrindavana Chalila Prabhu Rasiya Kahila. Two persons, Tobe say, Dicharupa Taniyaila. So at that time, two persons, two messengers, they were sent by Rupa Goswami to Puri. Vrindavana Chalila Prabhu Rasiya Kahila. To inquire about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's going to Vrindavan. When will he go? So they're biding their time and looking for a way out and so forth. And and the messengers came back and said, he's gone to Vrindavan. He made two attempts to go to Vrindavan. This is the final one. So Rupa Goswami made plans immediately to go to Vrindavan. But Sanatan was left behind. Shuniya Shirup Likila Sanatan Thani Vrindavan Chalila Chaitanya Gosai So upon receiving the message, the letter, after hearing the message, he sent a letter to Sanatana Goswami saying that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has departed for Vrindavan. Ami dui bhai chalilan tham hari milite tumi jaitche toitche kuti oisha tahan hoite. So here the disciple, Rupa Goswami of Sanatana, who considered himself as such, is giving some advice to his guru, Sanatana Goswami. As I said before, in the Gaur Leela, Sanatana Goswami holds the senior position. And in Vrindavan, Braj Leela, Rupa Goswami holds the senior position. Rupa Goswami is giving nice advice to Sanatana Goswami here. He says, We two brothers, we two brothers means Rupa and Bhalava, are starting out to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You must somehow or other get released and come and meet us. To mean Jaiche Taiche Chuti. Somehow or other, he says, Dasha Sahasra Mudra Tata Achimudistani. I've left 10,000 gold coins. You can use them to bribe your way out. Tahadiya Kara Shigra Atma Vimochane. Yoiche Taiche Chuti, again he says, To me, Aishe Brindavan. Etha Liki Dui Bhai Gorilla Gaman. Somehow or other, come to Vrindavan. After writing this, the two brothers, Rup and Balava, 
ग्रंथ श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु यही नई न प्रकार है न मन कृष्ण निवेश This is Rupa Goswami's teaching also. Here he's saying it to, to Sanatana Goswami and to all of us. Somehow or other find your way into Krishna consciousness. Somehow or other go to Vrindavan. You have to have this kind of thinking. If there's a will, there's a way. Somehow or other. He says also, I've taken some gold coins, 10,000 gold coins. I've deposited them with a local grocer. You can use that money to get out. Use what you have. Use your money to get out. <laughs> to get out of the world. Money is keeping us in the world. Nothing is keeping us in this world other than or, or in a position that seems less favorable or conducive to Krishna consciousness than our own desires. Nothing is forcing us to work other than our own attachments. Work and be in the world and so forth. So if we want to get freed from those, we have to use the, the fruits of those attachments to free ourselves. Just like it said, if you get pricked by a thorn, you can take another thorn to bring it out. So use your material resources that are entangling you, fruits of your work. We're all fruit chasing and we get the fruits and then we want to eat them and digest them and seek more. Use them. It took 10,000 gold coins. 10,000 gold coins. 500 years ago. <laughs> How much money that was? And Rupa Goswami is saying, I've left that. And he's gone empty-handed with just a loincloth, practically, barefooted. There's a there's famous story of a fellow who tried to cross the river. Yeah, I forget the whole story, but it's an elaborate story. But the gist of it is he was trying to cross the river and he had various things in his possession, of course, that he was trying to get across with. So, <laughs> it's a matter of life and death is the point. And at some point, when you realize that, you have to let go of some things and take what's essential. And the last thing he held on to was, was his money, his gold coins. He figured, I can give up all my possessions and everything to get across, but if I give up my coins, I won't be able to get any possessions on the other side. But it came to pass, of course, that it was the gold coins that were along with the possessions, but he let one after another he let go and then the message from the other side was, let go of the gold coins. Let them go. This is our position. We have to let go of the gold coins. We have to be practical, of course, and, and I've already explained this. How Mahaprabhu advised the Goswamis. But this is what it's about. Cut the rope to the anchor of the boat to sail. The practical way, gradually based on something positive, as we see this positive spiritual prospect for us. When Krishna shows the way, as I said, when you take Harinam, Krishna will show something. You should move in this way. Don't ignore that. Otherwise our chanting becomes Namaparat. Go in that direction. And it may seem disconcerting. What will happen to me? Put yourself in the hands of Krishna. So Sanatana Goswami was advised by Rupa Goswami, take the gold coins, it's nothing. Yeah, I'm leaving them. You take them, use them to get your way out. And imagine, that fellow who let him out, Sanatana Goswami, the story will be told at length in the further chapters, further ahead, but that fellow who let him out, to let him out of prison, 
That meant he could have his own head cut off. Snogham was very expert in how he did it. We'll hear that story, but it was not without the help of the 10,000 gold coins. <laughs> so uh, the story goes on, of course. Snogham kept a couple of coins. Further illustrates the, the story. He had to release those coins. Those one, two, eight coins he kept with him. You know the story? After Sanatana was released, and he, he began to travel and through the back country roads because he, he didn't want to be caught by the government and so forth, someone put him up. He had eight gold coins. But an astrologer told, oh, the fellow who's staying at your hotel has got eight gold coins. So he said, I'll kill him tonight then. <laughs> For eight gold coins, says, I'll kill him. And Sanatana Goswami, he noticed this fellow is being very nice. He said, he must suspect that I have something. So he gave him, what, six gold coins or something like that? Kept two? Servant kept two. He, uh, then Sanatana said, you must be keeping something. And he, he sourced it out and made him give them up as well. So anyway, here, Shirup is being advised, use the 10,000 coins just to get out. The, the point here is, and Rupa Goswami will say it when we come to this tomorrow. What is the wealth? Mahavadanaya. What is the most valuable thing, the most charitable thing that one can do to give Krishna Prem? This Krishna is Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gauratri Senama. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Namne. His name is Krishna Chaitanya. He's giving this wealth. Leave the coins, come with me. So somehow or other, he said, find a way out. Use these gold coins and be resourceful. Somehow or other, find a way. This is Rupa Goswami's teaching. Somehow or other, fix your mind on Krishna. Prabhupada was asked by one of my god brothers, it's hard sometimes to fix the mind on Krishna. And Prabhupada laughed. He said, yeah, that's right. But we do it somehow or other. And it means in the context of preaching, it may be hard. And it may be hard also just to think, I'll just think of Krishna all day long. I won't go and preach. I'll just sit in Vrindavan. <laughs> it may be harder to think of Krishna. So our Guru Maharaj, our, our Param Guru Bhaktisattva Sarasri Thakur has given a nice, very practical balance for us based on the insight of Thakur Bhakti we know it. So I think that I should stop there. Shri Chaitanya Chaitamrita Ki Jai Shri Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami Mahasaya Ki Jai Jai Sri Sri Bhakti Vidanta Swami Prabhupada Ki Jai Sri Bhakti Raksak Sira Dev Goswami Maharaj Ki Jai Bhakti Srant Sastra Thakur Prabhupada Ki Jai Sri Bhakti Vinod Puribar Ki Jai Gaur Pramanandi Haribo